0: This is part three of a discussion I had with Bob Brown at Norwest Con. Here we talk about the intersection of politics and science fiction and the asterisks. The context that I know you in, and I don't know if this is your entire, your entire context, is about uh, uh, the, 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 the intersection
1: of, of politics and uh, science fiction. Yeah, it is uh, politics and science fiction. Um, you don't have to uh, dig deep into science fiction to find politics. Uh, in 1939, at the World Science Fiction Convention, there were actual riffs over politics. Uh, according to what I've read, I wasn't there. Uh, met people who were. But um, And politics, you, you can't deny it, because po- what does science fiction do? It explores. It explores our systems of government. It explores our religions. It explores our motives, our goals uh, as a people, the what-ifs, the how it could have been. And uh, you have to, to admit that. You can uh, only go so far as to uh, look at uh, the uh, Hugo Award ceremony that took place in uh, Spokane. Was the famed asterisks? Uh, Tell me more about that. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. There was a group, uh, and it's it's not the first time ever that people have tried to manipulate the ballots. And um, but there was a group that uh, bought a fair number of supporting memberships for the right to nominate. They developed slates of candidates because uh, there was a, a, a feeling, and, and I was never part of either side of this, so I'm speaking from the outside, uh, that uh, science fiction had become. Uh, too politically correct. It was too much dominated by women and fantasy and uh, we needed to get back to our roots and uh, uh, this was also strongly based in a conservative group that uh, believed that uh, military science fiction was underrepresented and wasn't respected and uh, they have a very strong presence on Facebook and so when the word got out that how the perceived, I'll use that word, manipulation of the Hugo ballots had resulted in a lot of stories getting onto the uh, Hugo ballot that just didn't reflect the broader science fiction community, uh, there was a none of the above category. Hmm. And when that um, wow, okay. category uh, <laughs> that category won a fair number of awards, okay. and the sad piece is that uh, forever there will be people who wrote wonderful work that year that did not receive the recognition they should have been. Uh, and there were works in both camps that probably merited winning, that as a result, there's an asterisk in that that said no award given. Wow. Awesome. and. Uh, That was the year David Gerald was the uh, he hosted the uh, award ceremony, and there's a wonderful blogger, a a former Navy SEAL, Chief Warrant Officer, um, also a master woodcrafter, that made several cases of little wooden asterisks. Okay. That uh, uh, I'm fortunate to have one. Oh yeah. uh, That uh, they use as a souvenir for that convention, and uh, it's worth exploring in a whole different podcast. I just know because I was working. uh, the CIF was Suite at the uh, time, and I remember looking in on one of the rooms uh, where the uh, uh, this group had a uh, uh, celebration going on, and it was like uh, looking at the Last Supper—the the body language of every person in the room, the hung heads, wow. the because uh, uh, they put a lot of work into it, and there's a lot of talented writers in that world. Uh, I just think that they got the uh, people they are, mean the they put a lot of work into it is the organizers or the no Well, everyone puts a lot of work into a world con that's a huge amount of work but they put a lot of work into getting their works on the ballot and getting the recognition they felt they deserved um, and when it backfired and as a result uh, a lot of very good works never saw their recognition and i think they realized what they had done they were uh, they were much maligned uh in the community and uh, you couldn't go on Facebook without seeing uh, where I blocked so-and-so because of their take, and they blocked so-and-so, and it was a rift. But the science fiction community is a family, and they are a forgiving family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can still remember the late-night phone calls when I found out on the More Alternative Truths that I had one of the premium people in... I had, I had leadership, or not leadership is a bad word, high-profile people from both sides were published in More Alternative Truths. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, to their professional uh dignity i mean i will say both i got scared when somebody gave me a phone call that says does so-and-so know that so-and-so's in this book
0: and all of a sudden <laughs> no, i'm sitting
1: there at 10 o'clock at night saying i don't want to lose either of these writers um uh, because they're good writers and their 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 stories fit the book okay and uh, so when i contact not book you're putting together oh it's the book i put yeah. together it's more alternative truths okay uh, and so uh, but they were absolutely professional and they have uh all they all said look it's not about our personal disagreements it's about you know the science fiction community doing good work
0: next episode we will reveal another layer of editor writer publisher bob brown of b cubed press b cubed press meanwhile has released another book called Alternative Theologies.